Welcome to the Community Podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Britt. And we're best friends. As mothers, when we aren't changing poopy diapers or burning casseroles, our passion is empowering women and providing the support of a community to help navigate life's journey. Welcome to our community, a group of women who are eager to heal themselves while supporting others on the same journey. We're We're stronger stronger together. together. Hello, community. Thank you for chiming in today. Today, we have drumroll, please. Jess Toulson, Woo-hoo! our I American if I idol, a drumble, but I'm sure appreciative. Thank you. <laughs> if you don't know Jess, she is one of the co-founder and owners of Mix Hers, which is the lady brand, the lady brand that is saving all of us. Like they have everything, and now they just came out with vagina wash. Yeah, I'm the best smelling girl around the block. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Along with all their supplements, you guys have to check it out. And we're going to totally get into mixers. But Jess is also one of our dear friends. And she is, I can vouch personally, the kindest, sweetest, most authentic woman you will ever meet. So this is a treat for us to have her here as just our good, dear friend. And we're actually talking about friends today. She is the perfect person to interview on this because she has so many friends because of who she is and because of her experience with traveling all over the world and then building a incredible, massive community around women. So Jess, will you introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Well, first of all, I love the two of you so much. And I love what you're doing with this podcast. And I'm thrilled to have this conversation because I have had times in my life where friends literally are pretty much the only thing that helped me survive a phase. Um, Or I've had times where I have dealt with extreme loneliness because I don't feel like I have a single friend. So I feel like I, for anyone that's listening that is on anywhere in that spectrum, um, I probably don't relate to any of your story perfectly. We're all unique and we all have our own experiences, but just know that I have had um, quite the experiences with friendships or needing friendship. Um, Yeah, as you two mentioned, I actually was living in Europe. I lived in Europe for 11 years and my husband played professional basketball. Um, And we would be gone for 10 months of the year in all different countries. Spain, Italy, Turkey, and Russia were where we lived. And I had my babies over there. And there were the best of best and best of times. And there were also some of the hardest times and also a lot of learning experiences, a lot of learning experiences that turned me into the woman that I am today. And I think that I learned a lot through those years living overseas um, that have actually equipped me with the strength that I have needed at times to um, own a business because it is really challenging to run a business and to make big decisions under a lot of pressure and um, you want to do the right thing. And sometimes you make mistakes and things like that. So I know that like the experience of living in Europe, trying to set up a new home every few months, um, I learned so much around the power of friendship. And it's actually really fun for me to share this because one of the first things that I would do when we would arrive in a new country, no matter where we lived, I would always... I think sometimes women would be like taken aback by this, but I actually would get myself settled before I would figure out my kids. And let me tell you why. I knew that the second I had a routine for me and mom felt well taken care of and I could feel independent and feel confident in a new city, 
I was going to be fully equipped to make my family and make my kids fully confident in the new city and a new neighborhood and a new home and their new schools as well. Um, And so I feel like I had, it took me a few years to learn that that was okay. That that wasn't me being selfish. That was actually me trying to be the the best, you know, mom that I could be. Um, I don't know if either of you relate to that. Like times that you're like, I need to take care of myself because if not, no one's thriving. But then once you take care of yourself, you're like, now we've got momentum. Now we're all going to be okay. I was actually, yeah. And I was actually just thinking about this the other day. And I kind of thought of it as like a visual because when you have little kids and you send them off to the park, they want to go and they want to explore and they want to go make friends. But what they'll do is they'll like, keep looking back at mom, right? And they want to have their independence and they want to do their thing, but they're also like, are you there? Is everything safe? Will you be there? Like, you know, they want to have that safety so they have space to like fly. And Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what you're talking about is you're giving yourself the safety, the space to really figure things out so that everyone else has that safety too, because we are the foundation of our families. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And I think that something that I really learned after a first few years of like, um, really figuring out my strategy of getting settled into a new place was I learned that if I set up my routine, I often found my first friend at the gym. And I, if I set up my routine and I started going to the gym, you know, usually around the same time every day, I'd start to spot women in countries where they didn't speak even the same language of me whatsoever. But you start to create friendship through seeing people enough times to where you actually start to smile, you start to say hi, you start to wave, and then you start to interact with other women. And I think there's something so special I learned about um, just that love and and kindness is it extends so much further than actually like talking to someone. You can show love, acceptance, and kindness just through a warm greeting, a smile on your face, a wave, a nod, opening the door for someone. And it can literally change someone's entire day just by you saying to a woman in a locker room at the gym, oh my gosh, your outfit is so cute. I love I love that outfit. You have no idea what that woman is currently facing in her day. And going out of your way for 15 seconds to put a pep in someone else's step, not only is it so like, it's, it's a feel, you get a feel good. Like what a fun, what a fun thing to make someone else feel happy and be genuine in your kindness. Like it's, it's fulfilling personally, but you never know what other women are facing. And so you don't know if just that simple gesture or a simple hello or a simple compliment that really to you was like no skin off your back completely changed her entire day. And like, I think something that we're realizing more often than not is how many women are facing loneliness, facing insecurities, facing challenges, facing struggles in their friendships, their marriages, their sibling relationships. And by us just softening and being a bit more kind just to the women all around us, I I think it just, um, it can change lives. And so 
the reason I cared to share that was I feel like I learned this cadence over in Europe of like, okay, it's actually okay for me to want to set up my routine, my schedule. And like, it it was fast. I would like get it down where I'm like, I need one week and I'm going to have my routine. I'm going to have my day. Like I'm going to know what to do with myself. And then I'm going to totally know how to go all into making sure my, my kids, I'm going to go all into mom mode where like school, schedule, sports, everything was going to be solved in a foreign country right after mom was taken care of. And I would do it with confidence because I felt like secure in my routine. And then I started to make friends and I would start to make friends through the gym or through my kids' schools. Like women always make friends. Um, But I feel like what was so fun for me to try to build then through mixers was me coming home and feeling like I had just had this unique experience of living overseas for 11 years. And I must totally have had that hard time because I was living in countries where women don't speak my same language. So like, that's why sometimes it was hard to make friends was because of like the unique situation. Like I'm the foreigner and like, it's harder to get to know people because Um, different cultures or whatever. And then when I came back home and started growing a business, I actually realized like had a light bulb where I'm like, it had a piece of that being the part of like how friendship can be like a hard or be like so rewarding. But actually what I realized is like women all surrounding me in my community at home where we're speaking the same language. We live in similar demographics and we have similarities with, you know, our culture around us and things like that. I realized how many women were struggling with friendship in a place where it should be really easy to have friends. And so that was a really, um, that's where like my passion for building community within Mixers came from, was me realizing Here in Utah, right under my fingertips, there are women all around me that don't feel like they even have a single friend. And that was where I knew that Mixers, yes, we're a supplement company that is passionate about women's health and helping women feel better in their everyday life and having them be able to show up in their lives as healthy as possible. But be a part of a woman's health journey is also having her feel supported by a friend group and by women around her. And that was something that I knew mixers needed to be able to support and nurture for, for women. So Jess, why do you think it's so hard (laughs) to make friends? Yeah. Like we see, we've seen it too at our retreats. We do all this cool stuff. They come for spiritual healing, but the reviews are like, I needed friends. And I left with them and it was the biggest blessing in my life, right? (laughs) The other stuff was just add-ons to those kind of relationships that were super fulfilling and deep and meaningful for them. Yeah. I think something similar between your retreats and also like these mixers community, the community that we've tried to build is a lot of times women need some sort of platform or like an event or something comfortable for them to attend in order for like, their friendships to be, um, I don't know, sparked or something. Because I think oftentimes women struggle in friendship because they don't know where to, where to find the friends. They don't really know like 
how to make new friends, or it feels really intimidating to approach someone at a, at a gym that looks similar or you, and, and like, I, I think something that I had to totally teach myself and get totally out of my comfort zone was I think women also need to understand it is okay to be the woman that goes and approaches another woman yes, and yes. says, who are you? Like, oh my gosh, I see you coming in and out of the same, I don't know, dance. It looks like our daughters are here around the same time. Like, what's your name? Where do you live? Oh my gosh, sounds like we have that in common. Like, I think that sometimes there's um, this feeling that women, we feel like we need to wait on other people to approach us. It's the same as dating. How much women have always been like, well, I got to wait for the guy to come to me. No. I think for women, like if you want change in your life and you want friendship and you want to be surrounded by other women, it it can be that you need to put forth the effort to create that. And so I think for both mixers events and these times that we've really tried to um, create safe spaces for women to come where maybe they're showing up not knowing a single person, but mixers is really openly sharing like, come alone come and find one of us that's in a mixer sweatshirt and I cannot wait to meet you. We'll make sure that you feel welcome. We'll make sure that you feel taken care of. We're so excited to become your friend. It's like creating that space where the women that don't have friends actually feel okay to come. And I'm sure that's the similar thing with your retreat. Women feel safe to come alone. They know that they're going to be amongst a group of women that are open to new friendships. Um, and I think that it can feel so hard because, um, it can feel intimidating to like put yourself out there needing friendship. And I, I have to say, I know in there too, and there's probably women listening that feel like they actually have put themselves out there quite a few times and they're not met with the same interest or the same, like, welcoming feeling yeah. like yeah. the invites back yeah and that's hard and that that happens and so I, I don't want to like brush over that like if you put yourself out there you're all of a sudden just gonna have all these friends like I know the pain of feeling like you put yourself out there and then someone's like oh yeah okay yeah I gotta go and there's no like yeah. So I, I just have to say, like, I know that it's not always like this easy, put yourself out there, say hi. And you have an immediate best friend. Like there, I just think you have a better chance of creating friendship. If you take the step towards that. For sure. I feel like also like answering the question, like, how do you build a community of friends? My answer would be the same as Jess, like be the instigator, but then also make it's easier for there to be a catalyst for people to develop those. So like the mix hers events or the community retreats, we could have 10 of the 10 women are the ones who aren't going to instigate it. But if you have a facilitator like the mix her events or retreats, they are going to force that catalyst to start. Yeah. Um, because you could, you know, be the one who approaches and you're rejected or you never have the confidence to instigate. But if you go to these events, if you go to places where you know there's going to be other women and you're wanting friendship, they will also help facilitate that it is a welcome and safe place. And so that's exactly why these communities are building. I agree. And don't you think that when you have 
help to facilitate or like Robin, I know even outside of your retreats, like you are an instigator. You're very social. Like I know that both of you have very fun social like friend groups, but I think it's also amazing to see and witness when you do have an instigator, the flocking of women that were just needing the opportunity to show up. They just needed the invite. They just needed to know like, I'm welcome to come. I can attend because I think a lot of times women are in situations where they hear of things that happened, but they weren't invited to attend. Right. But they would have. Oh, yeah. There's been, I mean, so many things that, you know, a, a lot of the reasons that I want to always invite women and include women is because I have been the woman who's like, damn, I didn't get that invite. Like, oh, I really, like, I I would have done anything and everything and dropped everything to be to that party, but I didn't get invited, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm like, well, I want to make sure that if I'm hosting something or if I'm doing something, everyone's included and and you're the same, like being, you know, but, and also with that being said, that also can sometimes get tricky because we've also had, I mean, I, I hosted a favorite things party and literally invited every single possible person that I loved and wanted. And there was like a hundred women in my home, which was so great and awesome, but also like there was no place to sit or stand. And so then I'm like, okay, Robin, like it's okay. You can't always invite every single person. And so there, you have to have boundaries about what is realistic, but I do, I do want everyone to always know that you got the invite and I would hate for it to be the excuse of like, oh man, I would have had a babysitter. I would have been there, but I just didn't get invited, mm-hmm. you know? And, and also along with that, like, there's always going to be things that you just simply weren't invited to. And it doesn't always mean it was malicious, right? Like, I feel like there's, I'm, I'm in a business setting. I'm a female founder. I am in a space where there are quite a few of events or things to attend. And like, I don't get the invite to everything yeah. and it's choosing it's a it's a conscious effort to know that everyone doesn't just hate you. Oh, like yeah. Oh, I yeah. think that there can be that quick feeling in women to be like and and then I, I like I'm a woman. I'm I have those feelings that can arise in me. For sure. It's it's a natural it's a natural instinct. But I have like felt the power of like slowing down and realizing people are not, sometimes people are, that's too bad for them, honestly. But like, if you didn't get an invite, it doesn't mean that you're hated. It wasn't meant to be malicious. Mm -hmm. It can be a space thing. It can be a type of party thing that honestly, I don't fit at every type of party and that's okay. Yeah. And just choosing to like, know, cause I, 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 yeah, I think there's times that w- we don't get the invite and it can sting and then it can quickly feel like I'm hated or no, no one likes me or something. And it's, it's the need to realize like not every party or invite is meant for you, meant to be malicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just assuming goodwill, like assume mm-hmm. that everyone has good intentions and what I was trying to say with the whole 100 people at my party is I'm sure there was the 101 who saw my party and felt so sad that they didn't come. But it was like, 
we literally, I mean, I should have capped out at 25. Like I don't have a house to host a hundred people. And so, yeah, it's not that there was ill will of leave the one out. No, it's just, there's so many reasons. The hostess, like if you would have heard about the 102, the 103 Mm -hmm. or whatever, you're like, Oh my gosh. Like I did not in any way mean for that. Like, and yeah. So I think that just giving women the grace, knowing that everyone really is trying their best. There are situations where women are intentionally being hurtful. However, this will lead to another point I have to make about friendship. In those situations, you don't want to run in that crowd anyway. Right. Yes. And I think that there is so much power when women understand if you are in a friend group where you are not consistently being invited, you have feelings of being left out. You have feelings that you are being talked about. You're not being supported. You feel like someone is jealous of you. So they're trying to turn their friends on you. Those are not friends. That is not friendship. That is not the type of women you should be seeking approval from. You absolutely have the ability to change your friend group or choose to be alone. Yeah. Because running in a toxic friend group, there's nothing more painful. And I honestly would encourage you to be more comfortable alone and have your own back than running around in a group of friends that you leave a room and you don't know what they're saying about you. I think that you'd be better off not having a friend group. And I think that. There's something really freeing for women when they learn that, when they are in a toxic friend group and they feel like they're just getting battled and bruised and beat up and they're feeling insecure. It breaks my heart to hear about it. And then I think it's like the best realization when women can understand like this actually is not friendship at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually think that, so they, they actually did this study and it was women in relationships and they found out that women's relationship with other women, like friendships was the most, um, rejuvenating relationship because you can dip in, you can have fun, laugh your butt off, pee your pants, get vulnerable, and then dip out. You're not as, you know, it's not life or death. You get to come love and support, but with your husband, First, like you go on a date and it's fun, but you still have to come home and do real life, right? Mm -hmm. With your kids, you're still so responsible for them. Mm -hmm. And so female friendships are so important, but it goes to your point of like, if you're not feeling that, if you're not feeling rejuvenated by being with them, if it's not giving you life, Mm -hmm. it's time to go. Yeah. Like that's not what they're for. Britt and I, we spoke about this in another episode, but funny Funnily enough, we actually found ourselves in a toxic group of friends about seven years ago. And it was the first time in my adult life that I had ever been in a friend group that was toxic. Like I've always made friends really easily, had friends, not had to lose a lot of friends. But this became so volatile. Like it was insane that we had to actually cut all ties. And it's not even like we're even like friends at all. Like it was like done, game over. And we've since moved on and I mean, we do have the best group of friends now, the most beautiful, positive, fun, supportive, encouraging, like incredible friend group, which you're a part of. And I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, if we would have just 
accepted that baseline friend group. Like what, what I, don't, I think it would have impacted me so much personally that I probably wouldn't even be doing the things I am now because I would mm-hmm. be drowning in such a toxic environment. It's important. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I love your entire friend group and I, I love the relationships that you guys have created. It's such a good um, example for women to see good friend groups. Like I, I know that there can be this, uh, sometimes if you're feeling lonely and you're seeing great groups of women having a ton of fun together, it can almost like, I'm sure at times for women be a challenge to see. However, I would love if you are listening and you're feeling like you're someone that's viewing great friendships on social media and wanting that for yourself, instead of it getting you down, know to have hope about finding your group of friends and like finding that tribe of women and like keep trying, keep seeking, keep inviting, keep instigating, keep being your true self and you will attract the women that love you for who you are. And I, I think something too is friendship does require effort. Like once you have found your solid friend group, I know that I have um, a friend group that is incredibly unique, and I don't think this is super common, but we've all actually been best friends like since junior high and high school. And we've maintained this friendship, but um, yeah, I I think that's pretty uncommon for like a unit of girlfriends Mm -hmm. to stay this close. It helps that we're all in the same space, but like we remain best friends even when I was moving to Europe and back. But those friendships, when you do find a friend group and you do find the women that you're like, this is it. Make sure that like it, it's so nice to have a friend group that feels effortless and it doesn't feel like you always have to be like checking in nonstop because if not, so-and-so is mad. No, it's not that there's a difference, but the healthy difference is that you care so much about these women that you care to check in and nourish the friendship. Mm -hmm. You care to host and have conversations. You care enough about one another to have like secrets that are just, you know that they're never going to leave the room, the car, whatever. And you can sob together. You can laugh together. You can get through the best moments together. But good, good friendships still require effort from every individual in the friend yes. group. I It's actually always really bugged me, like the, the memes and the stuff that goes around that says like, isn't it nice to have the friends that you cannot talk to for a year and you just go back and jump in? And it's, and I'm like, no, that makes no sense. <laughs> like friendships, we put them on the back burner because they sometimes, I think, um, they feel like they're the least important in our priorities, but that shouldn't be that way. They're mm-hmm. so important to our mental health, our physical health, like us as women. Mm-hmm. Like how, I, I just think, how do you, how do you continue to show up to, for your friends intentionally? Mm-hmm. I think for me, like in, in my 
friend group. And it's so fun too, because we have like layers to this friend group. Like there's a, there's like this friend group. And then there's these, that added that are a bunko group. And now we have you ladies as part of our, it's like, we get to come and hang out too. And it's so fun. I think for me, um, something that I have to be like aware of is now that I've stepped into not being a stay-at-home mom, I'm now like a full-time working mom. I have had to communicate to my girlfriends like because I felt like I was getting so behind on texts and stories that were happening in texts. And like, I started to feel like I was a bad friend because I'm like, I'm falling so behind, but like I'm working in the day and I, I literally can't like keep up on this. But I decided, and like, this was so easy to do because we, we communicate super openly, but I was like, you guys, I am not sure how to balance being a full-time also working mom right now. Like I want nothing more than to like sit and interact with you guys messaging all day. I'm so sorry I'm getting behind, but I feel like I'm drowning right now. If you need me, call me. If I need you, call me. I'm going to catch up in messages when I can. And I think it's more about like being intentional with like how you can show up, but communicating. Like, I think it's huge to hear from a girlfriend. Like I just had a baby and I'm so sorry. Like I can't come to this or that. It's like, oh my gosh, of course you can't come. It's way too, of course you can't come. Like women want to have the best understanding of one, one another and get, understand that we all have like the best of intentions but communicating even in a friend group like just giving the bits of communication that are necessary to keep it healthy like i think go go a long way so i think it's about being intentional about keeping communication like alive and thriving and healthy and if there is a friend group like there is some sort of misunderstanding or problem talk about it talk yes, about it yeah just discuss it and you realize it was a seed that turned into a plant and it never should have been a plant. You should have discussed it when it was a seed. And I think that that's something that is um, great for friend groups too. I love that. You guys, I hope you realize you just got the ultimate friend coaching from the ultimate friend woman. This lady not only has like a community of like, you know, her local friends from high school and, but she's got millions of friends in her mixers community all online. And everyone thinks, Jess is their best friend, which goes to show <laughs> so much about you. It's so how, true. How do, and I know you have you have a hard stop because you have to go on and work this big, huge, huge community. But I want to ask, like, how do you show up for all your friends? Because you have your online community of friends. You have your um, in real life, I'm taking your kids to school friends. You have um, your friends who you maybe have never met. Like, how do you divvy your time to everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I have learned so much how much better I can show up for my mixers community when I'm truly on a personal level and like mixers is professional, but I don't mean to call those friendships like, oh, they're just in the professional category, but they are like, it's a, it's a mixers friendship. For me, I realize how much more energized I can show up in my mixers world, when I'm personally like nourished and my cup is so full with my really like deep, intimate friendships that are getting through the 
the good, the bad, and the ugly with me of life. Yeah. Mm. When I know that I'm supported and have rocks in my friendships, which I do, and like would meet anyone in a dark alley with my group of best friends, <laughs> and I'd call you two and your friends too. Um, but like when I know that like I'm nourished and fed in this friend group, that like they they want to make me be the best individual. They help me feel supported in my challenges. They help me know like. I do anything for you and they know I'd literally do anything for them. And they all can attest to the power of friendship and like how that needs to be something where women are opening our arms more than we're like being closed off. Mm -hmm. It helps me step into my world of mixers, seeing women like every single woman just needs a hug. Every woman needs a smile. Everyone needs a friend. I never want women, and I'm sure we haven't done this perfectly. Like we can't all, like I hope we have, but like I want when women attend a mixers event to literally leave being like, oh my gosh, that mixers employee was so sweet to me. Like she literally is my friend because we truly are. I think that, um, to me, um, it's one thing to have a lot of friends that are just meaningless, like meaningless friendships, just empty. To me, I want women to leave my presence knowing like, yeah, you're, we're probably not the friends that are going to talk every day. But somehow I felt from Jess that when I just had that hug and when I had that interaction with her, if I needed something, I bet I could call her. And like, that is how I want women to feel when they've been around me. Do I do it perfectly? No. Do I hope to be doing that well? For sure. Um, And that to me is something that is really supported by my Mixers team members. I have like now a team of women that feel that same way. So it's not just me. It's like when when you come to a Mixers event, I feel that my whole team does a great job of being these little... Um, friendship makers and they're looking to greet and love and hug and nurture women that are attending. And so I think that's been something great for me is just to know that like, it doesn't all have to come from me. It's actually contagious. And my team now does it too. Yeah. And I think you've spoke to the most important part is that we're the generators. Anything that is outside of us, we, we have created. So if you want love, if you want acceptance, if you want all the things you can't close off if you want openness. Mm-hmm. You have to be open. You have to be the love. You have to be the generator. And I think you're such a good example of that. And that's why you've given so much love and acceptance and joy to the community and friendship that they've loved you right back. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so catching on and, to say. I don't, <laughs> I love, thank you. Well, it's true. And I was going to add to that, like you a leader, if, if you're wanting your mixers community to, to be that same thing, it has to come from the top. And I can personally attest that Cody and Jess personally live up to everything they do. I can't tell how many text messages or DMs I've gotten from Jess out of the blue. Hey, love you. Thinking of you. Hope you're mm-hmm. doing good. Like you are actually what you say you are. And then that's how it trickles into your community and your business. And that's why your impact has left Utah, has left United States and is spreading all over because you are just love and light. And we're so grateful for you and for Mixers because not only do we love you and Cody, but we use your products every single day. Absolutely. (laughs) I love you both. And thank you for supporting Mixers. You both like, seriously, thank you. 
And I think the like one last thing I want to say about friendship, and I I would bet that you two would would agree or have a similar sentiment, but I think something that's so powerful for women is be be the friend that you wish you had. Like if you're in a room with women and there's conversation that's heading south or it's hurtful about another woman or you're a part of a group that is intentionally uninviting another woman, like it requires change in enough of us to be the good example of friendship or be the woman that is courageous enough in a room to be like, I'm so uncomfortable that we're having this conversation about this person or, oh my gosh, what if instead of uninviting, what if we were to actually invite, what if we had a great time with her? Who's to say that we wouldn't? And like, Mm -hmm. I think that something that is so contagious, I'll use the word again, is when women are out there being the light, there's enough heart. Women are facing enough. Life is challenging. You never know someone's full story, ever. And so I feel like the more uh, women we have in this, like, at the forefront of the battle for good, like, to just share light and love and kindness and acceptance and give women the benefit of the doubt, the more of us that are behaving like that and holding ourselves that way it is contagious. It has a ripple down effect. Women that maybe are brewing negative conversations, they stop because no one's having the conversation with them. And so I I just think that it's something so important as as someone listening is to maybe like I I have to do this as well but like reflect on like what type of friend am I being? What type of woman am I being? How am I in conversations? How am I in friendship? How can I improve? And yeah, I just, I think it goes a long way, has a big reach. Yeah. And I think be the person that shows other women, like expand your paradigm. Like I'm going to challenge your paradigm, Mm -hmm. be that person. And you don't have to do it like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you would say that. You don't have to do it in a hostile way. You can just say, I actually love that person. Mm -hmm. They're so great. Let me tell you why. And Mm -hmm. I, I get, I guarantee there is three, five, 10 more women that want to say the same thing that you are saying, but they just yeah. won't. So, yeah. I so could be not the change. Agree more. Yeah. Be the change, be the light, be the ripples and drink mixers because then your body feels <laughs> healthy and fueled and then you're, it's easier like to that. be the light. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> well, Jess, we love you. We're going to let you go, but really quickly, can you tell everyone where they can find you on social media or online? Absolutely. So you can find my company mixers on Instagram or um, on mixers.com. It's M-I-X-H-E-R-S. If you want to come see a little bit of my mom life, a little bit of chaos of mixers, uh, you can come follow me if you want on Instagram at Jess Toolson. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely send them your way because you are just the sweetest, greatest. And thank you for spending your time with us today. We appreciate it. I love you. you both so much. Thanks, thank Jess. You. You we love you. Day better. Thank you. Stay better. Bye, see guys. You. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you loved it, please share and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Did you know that you actually can help us build this community online by leaving a positive review? Remember, there's no community without you. Stay engaged with us on social media and check out our website for community building activities.